What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 492nd episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, SBJ. With me is Greg. Hello, friends. It is good to see you. I am on vacation for the holidays. I've done exactly no shopping for any of my holiday requirements. It's going to be an exciting week of me fighting the crowds and variants to get... I don't even know what. I have to buy something for my niece, and we usually put up lists. She's put nothing on the list, Mm. so I am just flying free. I can do whatever I want. Handcrafted cocktails. I mean... Wait, how old is your niece? I think she's old enough to drink now. I think she's 21. So yeah, I can do handcrafted. So my suggestion of a LOL surprise doll would not I don't know what kind of booze, because it's not been a thing until this year, because, of course, she's a very good person and would not drink underage. Speaking of good people, Will is here. And I uh, would like to take this opportunity, um, since this is our last recording before it occurs, to hope that everyone can enjoy a restful time of uh, peace and recovery at the end of our uh, solar year Mm. thing. Solstice. We're going to turn the solstice. Solstice, we're going to get the longer days now. Yes. As I did um, message my work group this morning and say, I don't think it's fair that I should have to start work before the sunrise. It's The sun doesn't rise for 20 minutes. I see you guys later <laughs> in 20 minutes. I forget how short the days actually get until we're here. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's dark at like 2 in the afternoon. It's not morning until 10. It's very short. Uh, well, we might have a very short show because there is not a lot of Pokemon news this week. There's a raid that would have come and gone. <laughs> uh, or no, it- the, the Delibird raid is actually a little bit longer. Oh, cool. Uh, so we can talk about that. Um, we didn't talk about Voltorb last week because it wasn't officially on the U.S. Pokemon website, which is ah. not... It doesn't like prevent us from talking about stuff because we've done that before, but I just figured once it went up to US, maybe there would be something more. There wasn't. There it's wasn't. Fine. We had enough to talk about last week anyways. <laughs> uh, I guess let's start there with our Pokemon news. Let's start with, uh, there was a new trailer um, and there was a the Voltorb announcement. So this was on December 10th, so just a week ago. We're actually recording this early. We're recording this on a Friday afternoon. We normally record on Sunday, but um, the day is almost over, so I doubt there will be Pokemon news, but you never know. Uh, Hisuian Voltorb was shown with a wood grain-like makeup of its body and surface and a hole on the top of its head. It looks very similar to the Pokeballs of the Hisui region. These seem to be countless seeds packed in... There seems to be countless seeds packed inside of Hisuian Voltorb. Occasionally, it will sprout these seeds out of the hole of its head. However, no one knows exactly what the inside of the Pokemon body because uh, because inside the Pokemon body because inside the hole it is pitch dark. It is the Sphere Pokemon. It is electric grass. Uh, before anyone says, "Is this our first electric grass?" No, Rotom. No, Mo Rotom grass. Exists. Rotom Mo. Noobs. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess. The interesting thing is there's a screenshot from the trailer where there are different sizes of these Voltorb. So I don't know if that's intentional or that was just like they they've they've clearly thought about size before in video games because in Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, it would be like it's tiny, it's huge, yeah. it's yeah. yeah. That's this is not anything new. They Pokemon come in different sizes. I said that they've done that before. With the one Pokemon that I can't remember, which was... Pumpkaboo. Pumpkaboo, which we got there. We got there together. <laughs> Teamwork is dream Although work, everybody. it's evolution also has Yes, it's evolution sizes. of Gorgist. Gorgeist. Gorgeist. Yeah. I know what it is. That, that was like actually a bummer for Let's Go, because it would have been cool if they were different sizes. Right. They just said it in the description, right? They didn't right. actually, like, they weren't, like... No visual cue. For there that, wasn't yes. visual cues. Like, there's not visual cues in Go either. You just look at the thing and it says XL. And I'm like, it doesn't look any bigger. 
Yeah, yeah. I know that's like a gimmick of Pumpkaboo, but it would be nice if my Dragonite was like slightly taller or slightly shorter than an average size Dragonite. Can't. But you can do that with copy, copy and paste. You just set the ratios. Yeah. Bigger yeah. or smaller, if, right? We've, we've learned from Brilliant Diamond Shining Pro. Do the Pro slider. That the entire Pokemon company, very good at copying and pasting. So if Voltorb has the size variance, I think that's cool. I mean, I'm into that. I would like to see that apply to all Pokemon, although I understand that might be difficult. But they they did so make them different sizes. Is that do we know for sure that that is actual gameplay or is that like cutscene movie? That yeah. was gameplay. that was from gameplay. That was not from movie. Okay, because there was that so, um, like claymation thing. But the no, different... no, no, but still, but it could have been a cutscene. Right. Do in... we know if it was cutscene from the game or it was actual gameplay? Footage is like not you, final, you see, asterisk. You see, you see the female <laughs> character surrounded by, by multiple, multiple Voltorbs. So I'm just curious if that was a cutscene and they're not really going to be different sizes in the real world or if it's going to be different sizes in the real world and that was like, oh, we just had this person have a party of six Voltorb to show off that they're all different sizes. Like I'm, I don't, I don't know what that is. I feel like we don't know a lot about this game. We don't know. Uh, we don't. I we, don't. Still have no clue what year this game is set in. Well, there's a uh, two rival clans. Uh, there's we two will rival get, clans. We will get there. Uh, okay. We will get there. Do we do know we, that? Do we think that the Voltorb is going to evolve into Electrode? Because I'm going to say no. Why not? Because Voltorb. You think is it's just man-made? That's why it's just electric. No. And then this seems to be, or this is organic, right? That's where the grass comes from and the seeds and the. Well, because like... it's made out of seeds. But why? But Voltorb's not man made. It's not a man made Pokemon. I think it is. Yeah. It's like Porygon. I'm pretty sure it's man made. No. I have, I have the, the, the source of all knowledge open here in front of me here. VOL Torb. Uh, all right, Pokedex entries. Let's go here. It rolls to move. It was discovered when Pokeballs were introduced. It is said that there is some connection. Yeah, it's not made. Well, what? You make the Pokeballs. That, that's that they said that there's there's a suspicion. There's a connection. I'm pretty sure. Man, right. there's like a Bulbapedia man-made Pokemon. <laughs> This is an article. Artificial Pokemon, Bulbapedia. Voltorb and Electrode first appeared in several Pokedex entries at the company where modern Pokeballs were developed. It is rumored that it was first created when a Pokeball was ex exposed to a pulse of energy. The theory is supported further by the fact that internal components are not a natural occurrence. I mean, I would say that this new form throws a wrench into that. Yes. So what's the question? Do we think it's not going to evolve into an electrode? Yeah, uh, like how Yanmask evolves into Runerigus and not Kofigrigus. Oh, you think it evolves into something that is not going to be his Sui and Voltor Electrode to be something completely yeah. different? Oh, uh, right. okay, I okay. okay. I thought you, I thought you were saying it doesn't evolve, <laughs> and like yes, it's done. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. No, you're thinking more like a plant's going to grow out the top of it mm -hmm, or something mm -hmm. like that. I am, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's gonna be like a big, it's gonna be like a because when I think of like a, a, uh, when I think of to uh, the alive a form of treant, Marowak or a lowland sandslash or a lowland nine tails, they look, you know, somewhat similar to their counterparts. And when I'm looking at Voltorb, while Voltorb does obviously look similar, except it's made out of wood and there are seeds on the inside, it would not be disappointing, but it feels like this is. The possibility of going into something new, like Yamask yeah, into Runerigus, or mm -hmm. there's another one. I can't remember what the other one is, but Farfetch well, like, into uh, Surfetch, uh, 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 Fiddly Jig, Dancy Dude, Mr. Mime, Mr. 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 Mime, <laughs> Mr. Rhymed, Fiddly Dig. <laughs> I, I love Diddly Do. That that is an excellent name. It's Mr. Fezziwig, is what it Mr. is. Mr. Fezziwig, yes, it's Mr. Fezziwig. The mime. Also, fun uh, fact: I mean, cast form was it. created by scientists. This is on the man-made Pokemon page. Yeah, well, we knew <sighs> that because you go to the weather station and it's like, "Hey, we made this yeah, Pokemon to predict the weather." People paid attention to the dialogue in the Hoenn games. I did. <laughs> Not everybody, 
just skips over story like you exactly. do. Hey, I exactly. I hung on to every word and said in that Ferris wheel. One that's because you were on a date and you were hoping for something more out of that date. As I as we were watching you on Twitch the other night, and you mentioned something about story. Oh, it was and, about Buck. And my, my husband said, what is he even talking about? He doesn't even pay attention to any story ever. No, I do I said, pay attention to the story. I okay. said, don't yell Bucks? at the TV, we sweetie. To, we'll talk he about doesn't... that later, the whole Buck situation. I haven't, I haven't done the whole Buck situation. I remember well, Buck hasn't being great from the old games. <laughs> and I didn't, I'm, not, I'm not mentally prepared for the new Buck. Yeah, I w- I would say this is the chance for it to evolve into something different. Just like uh, Gra- I, Sue and Growlithe could not evolve into Arcanine and evolve into right. something different. I mm-hmm. would like it to. I don't think they're going to do that. I think it will evolve into uh, an electrode mm. of some sort. I could see that just because then you would be like, "Well, this is what the electrode was based off of back in the right. day." Yeah, it's still weird that. The timeline is getting real murky. That's all I'm saying. Stop. I'm, I'm not liking it. Stop Look, looking for accuracy. I can Stop looking for consistency. This, Greg. Hoopa shows do up. Do not. I'm not listening to your garbage rings. explanation about Hoopas anymore. It's, it is a it is a bad plot device. It is always Hoopa. It's never Hoopa. There's there was a new trailer. Yes. The Hisui, uh, obviously you can't watch the trailer on a visual podcast, so I will read you the notes here off the press release. Uh, The Hisui region has two clans, the Diamond Clan and the Pearl Clan. In addition to being home to the Galaxy Expedition Team, two other groups reside in the Hisui region, uh, which are the Diamond Clan and the Pearl Clan. Uh, The people of the Diamond Clan often speak about the importance of cherishing the present and living in the moment with one's allies. On the other hand, the Pearl Clan frequently advocates the importance of valuing vast, spacious land shared with others. Although the Diamond Clan and the Pearl Clan may disagree on their beliefs, they seem to nevertheless share many similarities. Both clans don clothing, designing the resemblance of certain Pokémon, both pay respects to special Pokemons they call Lords and Ladies, or collectively Noble Pokemon. Moreover, both clans have Wardens who serve these special Pokemon. Adaman serves as the leader of the Diamond Clan and his Leafeon as his partner Adaman. Pokemon. Adaman? Sorry. Adaman. Adaman. Because it's based off of what class? I, I don't know. The Adamant Orb. Mm. Which is the special thing, the special orb for Dialga. Uh, Dialga, and you can see that he has the orb in around his neck. Oh, the old megastone. Gotta like wear it in something. Well, it's not a megastone. It's probably the orb. No, no. I, I'm just saying that the gym leaders right. always like wore the megastones in like some like earring or necklace or staff or shoe. I don't know where Karina wore hers. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. Somewhere in one of the rollerblades or something. This daring young man hates to see time go to waste and likes to rush forward without worrying too much about particulars. Uh, Irida. Irida? Irida, because it's based off of what class? The, the irritated orb? Iridescent, which is another word for lustrous, <laughs> which is the lustrous orb, because they couldn't call a main character Lusta. I mean, they, they could have called her Lustra. They could have called her Lust. No, no, that's already a character in Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah. So iridescent Adira, lustrous orb, the one that is held by Palkia, and she is also wearing the iridescent orb in her artwork. Uh, she's uh, the leader of the Pearl Clan. Her partner Pokemon is Glaceon. As a leader, she feels it's important to uh, have the courage to face the vast Hisui region. Though she is suspicious when first meeting people, she will clo- slowly come around to trust the player to help them as they provide in quelling the noble Pokemon. There's also a merchant, a group of merchants known as the Ginkgo Guild, also operates in the Hisui region. Not native to Hisui, members of the Ginkgo Guild travel around to various locations, selling the, wave- the wares they have gathered. Somebody at Game Freak must have played Skyrim recently. That have like... <laughs> Hey, we need a traveling merchant as well. I mean, traveling merchants are part of all semi-open world games. Yep. 
Add the mythical Pokemon Darkrai to your team. Players with play records from Brilliant Diamond or Shining Pearl games will be able to take on the research requests in Pokemon Legends Arceus that will lead to an encounter with the mythical Pokemon Darkrai. They will also be able to claim the modern Team Galactic set, which is just an outfit. Yeah, that is it. Uh, it seemed We're like... We're not talking about the most important part hey, of I just read the press release. About that entire trailer. Hit me with it. I don't know what the, Greg thinks. It might be different than what I think. That instead of saying Arceus, they pray to the almighty Sinnoh. Greg, you and I think the same exact thing. I, I was like, I, what's that, biz? What is that? <laughs> what is going on? Almighty Sinnoh, that's the region no this place Sinnoh comes. There's no Pokemon. What, what, is, what is the solution behind that wild statement, friends? Is this just going to be like Dialga and Palkia merging together? No. No. That, that, that's Zekrom and Reshiram. And Kiram. And Kiram. That's their deal. That's their deal. Like, Do you are have they going to come together to make a thing? Sinnoh? Probably. What? Do you have a theory about this almighty Sinnoh? So, my, I'm, uh, there's like an overarching alternate universe theory that okay hoopa no no that team galactic did create their other world uh and this is the other world that they created uh and so it's got the mixture of that all the time is mixed up and uh the way to get out of it would be uh getting a hold of giratina and Arceus to undo this universe and set things back right, which is why they don't know about Arceus. Instead, they know they call it Sinnoh because the re- that's the region that they came from, uh. and they believe that is the powerful Pokemon in charge. And they are wrong. Interesting. Where'd you find that one? Are you, have my, you been on Reddit? It, I, it's it's in my brain because I sit here and ponder how could everything be so weird and disjointed? How could they have a cell phone? <laughs> How could they have a cell phone, and yet I'm still car- whittling Pokeballs that come to life? Yeah, because all I was thinking was that they just like misnamed Arceus and named it Sinnoh. Here's what that I know. Sometimes I have never seen the internet be so happy about just two character designs. It actually kind of yeah. reminded me of uh, when like they showed Marnie and Nessa. People were pretty happy, but I felt like people were really happy about these designs. They're very good designs. I mean, they're very interesting and unique designs that give the that give a very strong strong feel to them. Like when you look at them, you can get their personalities really well. That's like uh, that's just the sign of a well designed character, right? Mm-hmm. And they sort of fit with their theming a little bit. You know, like you can kind of see the um, Palkia and Dialga designs in their clothing. Like they're very evocative. They're really good. And they're both they feel like they feel interesting characters. Like without having really said much, they just feel very intrigued. I mean, I found them to be rather unremarkable, but I don't go on the internet to find other people's opinions of things. <laughs> so Hey, look, when there's a positive opinion, there's a positive opinion. Also, just a side note here, the modern team galactic set, which includes the modern jacket, modern trousers, modern shoes. Um, for whatever reason, just I want to point that out that that com- seems to confirm that you'll be able to change those three things. Um, so that's good. Uh, unlike Diamond Mix and Pearl, and which all or nothing. Just you know, uh, you know, let's go. Pikachu also had the ability to change different things. I just want to put that out there too. You know, copy and paste. Uh, players will be able to claim the bonuses uh, when they launch the game. With user play records from Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl, the request allows players to uh, encounter Darkrai, which they can accept that quest in Jubilife City after viewing the game's end credits. Players can mm. claim the modern Team Galactic set by speaking to the Clother after joining the Galaxy Expedition team. It takes about one hour of playtime to reach that point in the game. Also, I'll point out another thing about Edaman and Dira. He, he's Edaman is a young man that he's seen that hates to see time go to waste. Nadira wants her space. Mm-hmm. You know, they match up with their... It is still weird to me 
that we don't know what year this is set in? Absolutely. Yes. It is still weird to me that there's not two versions of this game. This is the platinum, dude. This is the platinum. Yeah, this is this is the platinum remake. <laughs> this I, company has been milking us for 25 years. Ultra Sun Ultra Moon was the, probably the biggest milk job. They needed a whole truck of milk for this one. They could have just done the platinum or the crystal or the emerald, but they were like, nah, two games. The only difference, one has Blacephalon, one has Takataka. Pay up. And you're like, well, I'm a sucker. So, yep, here we go. It's weird to me that there's just not two games. I expect to be scammed by this company. I'm ready to give them $60 twice and then be upset about it. Yeah, but maybe they don't want to do that. Yeah, exactly. But why? I mean, the, they, I mean, they so, would be able to put like, I mean, hey, there, you weren't, get to- the, there weren't two versions of Pokemon Snap. <laughs> right. There's only one Snap. But also, there's no, there's no competition in this, right? Like, there's no competitive. That's true. But there's only there's there's only trading. There's only trading. Yes, they already said there's no and multiplayer. There's no like walking the overworld with somebody else. I'm but in my head, I, I'm I, thinking like Ruby and Sapphire in Ruby. You deal with the team magma storyline. Sapphire, you deal deal with the team magma. They could have put hot guy number one on one cover and then hot girl number two on the other. <laughs> co- like that. And you yeah, get- but I mean. They maybe just didn't have that type of story in mind for them. Yeah, like, exactly. We we don't know what what the story of the game is, right? That's true. Like we have no clue what's going on or why we're in this region or what's happening. And I'm not going to say this is a sign that they'll never make two versions, but I think it's a sign that they at least acknowledge that for certain games, yeah, they could maybe make two, but they just want one universal experience for everybody to have. Like, I imagine this spells doom for having a large Pokedex, right? Like, it's not going to be a ton of Pokemon. Because one of the things is you have a ton of unique, so people are encouraged to trade. I mean, I just don't think... Besides, like, each Pokemon game has exclusives. You know, back in Red and Blue, one had Growlithe, one had Vulpix, right? So, you can always turn a Pokemon game into two by cutting the Pokedex. Yes. Yeah, I just think this Pokedex is probably very small. Yeah, maybe. It's just when they showed these characters, it felt like, oh, it felt like the Team Magma, Team Aqua. Like, you now have another reason to cut the game. Also, have they even said that there's trading? Yeah, they did. They did. Yes, they did. Okay. They, said they, said that they specifically trading. said there's no battling. The only multiplayer communication is trading. Okay. I didn't get, I, I didn't get that this was too clans that were at odds like yeah or or that each has a similar somewhat overlapping but different ends they have different beliefs but they are doing the same thing on the island they have wardens that are protecting certain pokemon i didn't get a conflict vibe it seemed like a, a, a far cry thing to me though like if you in far cry they always have near the beginning of the game of like here are three clans pick which one you want to join and it changes your story slightly and then it adds replay value if you want to start again well, but we are in a clan. It's called the Galactic Research Exposition. Yeah. I don't think we get to join these two clans. I think we get to interact with them on behalf of Team Galactic, who's trying to keep their universe together. It's like, why are make. you trying to encourage them to make two games so that we have to spend more money? Fondly <laughs> <Sadly laughs> deceiving. Don't, to, to quote, you can't do that on television. television. Don't encourage them. Yeah. Oh, that show was good. Yeah. I'm happy there's only one game. I mean, I'm, I am I am happy there's only one game too. It just I, I feel like a bunch of like let's go Eevee and let's go Pikachu. The the because it was also a small Pokedex. It felt really weird to have it split. Like there wasn't a lot of reason to split that game in half. Right. Well, in, um, like in in there's not a lot of reason to split Mystery Dungeon in half. So I I'm happy that they're just like you know what we don't have a strong formula to split this game in half. Look, I'm not defending saying they need to split. Yeah, you I'm, are. I'm, You're just like, no, they should have done it. I just think it's based on their past behavior. It's weird. Oh, so now you're into patterns. No, no. It, so you're in, in red patterns. and blue, mm-hmm. in gold and silver, in diamond and pearl, there was no reason. Like, your bad guy storyline was the same. And Ruby and Sapphire, that's one thing they did differently of, like, at least it, like, oh, I want to see what Team Aqua right. does. I mean, it, 
spoiler it, it's, it's the same real it's like the it's, same it's roughly the same <laughs> it's pretty much the same they 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 have the same goals just different elements right it's like one is land one is water so when i saw these two characters i was like oh i mean they're not bad guys but it seems like hey i have this is what i'm doing in the world versus what she's like this is what i'm doing in the world but it's whatever i i just don't think that i just don't think I think this is telling us that the that their plot line isn't thick enough to deserve it being split. <laughs> like, there's just not going to be a lot there. I am so curious what this game is going to look like. I every time they release something, I'm like, this game gets more and more confusing, which is doing a good job of actually keeping my hype down. Because every time I see it, I'm like. This game feels like a hot mess. No, no, I'm the opposite. I'm like, I'm ready to find out all this mystery. I'm I mean, excited I'm, for it. I'm excited to see what the mystery is, but my hype is is in control because I think this could easily just be a hot mess. Yeah, I this this is what I think as well. I think this is either going to be incredibly refreshing and a great experience, or it's just going to be bad. Or a hot, hot mess. Like, because it's, it's, I know, I know some are just people like, love the Mystery Dungeon series. Yep. Like, I, and I, no discredit to you. I get why you like it. I understand. But when I go to Mystery Dungeon and I like, okay, I'm going to get into it. I've done this like four times and people are always like, well, not that game. You have to do this game. No, not that. <laughs> I get it. I'm like, clear mind, good expectations. I go in and then it's just, the actual playing Mystery Dungeon is not enjoyable to me. It just doesn't feel fun, but I like the theme. Like, I like that the Pokemon talk. I like that it's Pokemon. I like the, like, adding to the team, and I like the concept of that. And that's what I'm worried about here is, like, yeah, this looks great. You're walking around in this world. You can walk up to Pokemon. You got little wooden Pokeballs. Conceptually, seems like what everyone would want. I mm-hmm. just am worried that, like, oh, gameplay wise, this is not fun. <laughs> I mean, it could, it could be. I, I have no clue, no clue. Um, and in at least, also, I think what we can take away from it not being two games is they also wanted to focus on on it very specifically without sort of having to be like. Okay, let's also add a layer of dividing things out to make it worthwhile having two games or splitting yeah. their story up or trying to develop, you know, Diamond versus Pearl storyline. I feel like they knew, hopefully, fingers crossed, what they wanted to tell with the story of this game. And they just said, let's just make this game one version of it the best we can make it. And I'm, I, I have hope that that's what's happening with this game. Because everything they keep introducing just weirds me out. And I'm like, I can't get too excited because I'm worried that they just throw a bunch of spaghetti at the wall. And again, if they needed more time, why why is this game so close to Diamond and Pearl? Well, we now know having played Diamond and Pearl. <laughs> Different companies, though. <laughs> Different companies. Sure, but they could have definitely gotten away with there's there's not a doubt in my mind. There's not, not there's not something for next fall. They're not February. Right. I don't know what it is. February though. is not going to show up, and they're going to be like, we got nothing for the year. There's no way they're going to do that. We have Feb- for Sword the, and for Shield people and that Spear. Don't know, the end of February is like Pokemon Day, where they usually yes, yeah, like, the twenty seventh, isn't it? Yeah. I, th- there's no way they just un- like. There's no way Arceus comes out, and then a month later they're like, we got nothing for the year. Maybe the Ar- so they could Arceus too. Maybe the something is like, hey, here's the $20 Platinum DLC. We added two buttons on your poke edge. Yeah. <laughs> that hey, doesn't yeah. work for some people at all. Uh, yeah, I I am still not in the Gen 9 is coming out next year for fall. As a lot of people are like, oh, we're getting Gen 9 next year. No, I'm like, it'll be the no. Arceus DLC. It'll be something else, I think. Pokemon Shuffle on Switch. Um. Yeah, I haven't seen. Uh, I don't know where they are in journeys, but that doesn't seem like they're going to be able to wrap up this year. No, maybe I don't know. I have. I. 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 I just don't. I. I think something. Something else surprising, most likely Kanto related, is coming out next year. 
the the thing that the realistic thing I think is like this game gets DLC and Diamond Pro get DLC and that's our yeah. year. I feel like that's true. Yes. And there may be another Sword and Shield DLC. I don't know about that, but well, well I mean maybe DLC their com- the, competitive the is like still there. They have these new forms coming in. There may be a change to Sword and Shield since competitive is staying there that with these two games coming out, they're going to add something to Sword and Shield to bring them in and maybe do a little bit more with the sword. Like, I, I, I have a feeling they will do something to Sword and Shield to compensate for these two games, particularly Arces with new forms. Uh, well, speaking of Sword and Shield, there is a raid event this weekend, but we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we will talk about that and the rest of the news. So we will be right back. The two seconds of time we saved in raid was off put by the five hours of Steve going, bring it to Mega Hound Doom! Oh, yeah, you should be happy at Mega Hound Doom! I got the Mega Hound Doom! Mega Hound Doom swept that dude so many times. But the point being is. Mega Hound Doom! Sweeping the floor, sweeping the floor, sweeping the floor with that guy. Sweeping the floor, sweeping the floor, sweeping the floor with that guy. Mega Houndoom swept that dude so many times, but the point being is. And we are back from our break. And from our break, there's some Sword and Shield news here. Celebrate the season in Pokemon Sword and Shield. You just might encounter a shiny Delibird. Um, so now these events are normally just the weekend, but it is now until December 26th. Oh, uh, players can find job. Starmie, Delibird, and Cryogonal. Must listen to the it's show. It's the year of Cryogonal. Some would say it's the year of Cryogonal. More frequently in raid dens, very rarely during the event, you may find a shiny Delibird. For an opportunity to encounter these, you'll need to connect your Nintendo Switch to the internet through the Ycom uh, by selecting Mystery Gift in the X menu and then going to Get Wild Area News. Now, uh, this is a repeat, though. They did Delibird This is last a repeat. Year. I was going to say, isn't this a repeat? Mm-hmm. That's fine. You know, always use more new. shiny Delibirds. That's, you know, yeah. Where's our holiday event in our faithful remake? Yeah. Really Diamond Shining Pearl. When all the underground is loaded with Delibirds. Well, to be fair, my underground is already loaded with Delibirds, so it's fine. Speaking of holiday events, Pokemon Masters EX has a holiday event as well. Uh, look, we talked about Pokemon Go holiday event last, last week. I am so excited. This is, this is exciting. Uh, Leon and Calyrex and Nessa and Ice Q come to Pokemon Masters. That begins. They, that began on December fifteenth. It goes to December thirty first. Leon and Nessa. They take both look char- so cute. I'm sorry. Just we're gonna stop real quick. They knocked it out of the park with these outfits. They're good. They are so good. Leon and Nessa take charge of Pasio's seasonal celebration and decide to deliver everyone's presents. But despite the merry atmosphere, there's somebody who feels left out. By playing through this event, you'll earn gems, three star strike move candy, four star strike move candy. And there's also a 13-day login bonus that will award you 1,000 gems and 60 skip tickets. Whoa, those are rare. Hard oh, to come boy. by. Uh, I, you the know, t- the skip tickets the two- are my lesson to be uh, beware of what you wish for. <laughs> I, have, I have nearly 10,000 skip tickets at this point. Uh, just full disclosure, I am partnered with DNA. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember one of the very first conversations with DNA was about skip tickets. We got I what we wished for. Used my skills too early. Uh, the two holiday hosts will make their debut in sync pairs uh, with the wintry partner Pokemon and new festive outfit. Throughout the event, you'll have an opportunity to add Leon, Holiday 2021, and Calyrex and Nessa, Holiday 2021, and Ice Q to your team. I don't think Nessa, as of this recording, is up, but Leon is no. in. No, Leon's in. Which is the one that I want to get. Such a good outfit, yo. Uh, by the time this podcast is up, the community day will be over for Pokemon Go. Um, the holiday event in Unite is still going. The holiday event in 
Pokemon Go is still going. The new postcard book stuff just got added a day or two ago. They increased Pokemon storage and bag storage in Pokemon Go. Um, yesterday, I believe, Thursday, we're recording this on Friday. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I ha- Look, Niantic's not getting any more money out of me. I am not increasing my Pokemon storage. <laughs> I need to start throwing things away. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yes you do. Yes, you do. And I don't know what to throw away. Zero, one, and two star. I threw all those away. Well, throw more of them. You've got I, more. I, you're holding on to things from 2016 like, thinking you're going to get a lucky trade yeah, out yeah, of them. Yeah, you got to keep the 2016s. Look, Junk I traded them. with my friend James. I traded a 2016 unknown because they were missing, I don't know what letter, C or H or something. And they traded me a Bufalant. I got lucky Bufalant. Felt real good. Felt great. Now, nah, just throw out everything that's Kanto, because we're going to have another Kanto event, so you'll be able to get it all back anyway. <laughs> no, throw away everything Johto, because we're getting a Johto ticket there, event. That too. That's true. Oh, you know, there is Pokemon Go news, just a little bit. There's the day, the locations or whatever. They announced oh, right. that DC is not on the list. DC yes. is not so on the list. They said, after the Pokemon, this is off PokemonGoLive.com. After Pokemon Go Johto Tour on Saturday, we will be holding the first ever Pokemon Go Tour live event in select locations on Sunday, February 27th. Last week, I was like, I'm ready to travel. Put on the mask, get the vaccination, let's go somewhere. Where are we going? We going to Houston? We going to Bellevue? Where are we going to Nebraska? There does nothing in Nebraska. Ne- we will never be going to Nebraska. I don't care what Go event is there. I am not. You don't understand going how to Nebraska. charming Lincoln and Omaha are. So you're mistaken. I will be there. Have fun. There are only three locations they've announced: Abu Dhabi and Abu, Abu Dhabi. Dhabi. That United Arab Emirates. United Arab, Arab Emirates. Emirates. At Yas Bay. Did I say that right? Yas! Yas? Like Yas Queen? Don't ever say those words ever again. There is <laughs> Ko... Oh, Kaohsiung. Taiwan at the Taiwan Lantern Festival, which they've done a pogo event at the Taiwan Lantern Festival before. I think actually twice. And then there's the Monterey. Nice. Nailed it. I was expecting Monterey, so... Nah, see, we practiced <laughs> last night on our Twitch streams. Monterey. Monterey. Uh, Mexico at the Parque Funidora? Fundi, Fundi, uh, look. Will, the, you need to take this one. Founders Park? You know, it sounds like we're not going to any of these. No, we are not. What, what do you mean? I'm, I'm down for Mexico. I can go to Mexico. nice warm temperatures down there. Ah. <sighs> Dude, what, what's the ah? Of course, I don't know where Monterey, Mexico actually is. I think it's on the West Coast. Like, what, what are we like talking about? On, pa- on the Pacific Coast. Oh, it's going direct? to be expensive. Yeah, it would, no. I, I would assume anytime you leave the country, it's expensive. Yes. It's going Parque to be expensive. Where I'm pulling way out. Uh, it is on... It's more east. Oh, is it not on the West Coast? Okay. No. Uh, it is... Uh, where do people normally go in Mexico? Cancun? All over. All it's over. A wonderful country. Uh, Mexico, Mexico City, City is amazing. It's, it's pretty close to the border of Texas. Not that close. I mean, what are you talking about? Not that close. It's probably like a two hour drive. So we could fly to Brownsville and drive to Monterey. I don't have a passport. I don't have a passport. Well, that's, I do. That's I have my issue. enhanced ID that would get me to Canada. Look, it's a 22 hour drive from where we are now. Let's park it up. Let's get it. If we really have to use one to of your San cars. Antonio, it's only a five-hour drive. But if we flew to Laredo? I don't know what that is. Laredo, the Texas? City in Texas. <sighs> oh, I see, I see, I see. I see it now. It's on the border. We, no. <sighs> no. I, I want to do the event. No. Why? We, it, it's it's going to be a cardboard cutout of, like, <laughs> Blanche. <laughs> Sitting up against a wall. This and you're is, like, if you, this if you is decide it? to do the event, this is what you're going to get. You're going to get real world themed habitats and their own collection challenge. Habitats? Habit- ha- habitats. You will get six special trades during the event hours of 10 to 6. You'll get event exclusive special research. You will get snapshot surprises. 
You get one-fourth egg incubator distance. Twice the candy from eggs. Uh, extra candy for catching Pokemon discovered in Kanto. Nine free raid passes. In-game medal. That's what's worth 25 bucks. Special stickers. Um, confetti appearing on the game. You gotta pay the money for the confetti. Real-life photo opportunities. Lounge areas. Exclusive merchandise at select locations. It is um cool that they've picked some new locations here. I think Taiwan is the only location that is not new. Although, since they keep going back, it must be very successful for them to do that there. I've heard there was concerns with some stuff with the uh, Abu Dhabi, but I don't know too much about that. What's What? What? Concerns? Is it the what, same what, concerns with uh, WWE taking money from, what is it, Saudi Prince? Well, I mean, okay, yes. Bad politics left and right <laughs> all over the world. Uh, we can get a round-trip flight that, to a place that's 53 miles away for uh, $600. More importantly, is this the first event in the Middle East? None of us are mm-hmm. experts at talking about politics on the show, but... yeah. Uh, no. But this, but politics aside, this is the first Pogo event in the Middle East. I believe so. Yeah, it could be. I, I, I can't say for certain. I think they may have had in the UAE something previously, but I can't say for sure. I can't even think of like an event that would be in like Africa, though, either. I know not like I'm trying to think of like continents that like Africa hasn't had one. I don't think the middle. I don't think India has had an event. Well, they had the Diwali. Yeah, like, they did season of light oh but yeah yes, it did. wasn't a physical location yeah, it wasn't a physical Correct. i think this may be the first brazil got an event but i don't think yeah, anywhere brazil else got, in south america has got an event just brazil yeah 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 brazil did get an event and then singapore got an event no event in china i don't think no event in yes. russia well google doesn't operate in china so that would be an issue Canada did get an event. Canada got that event before the pandemic. The the actual shocking thing here is Japan didn't have an event. They're trying to spread the wealth, man. Japan (laughs) can't have everything. Yeah, but Japan may get its own event later. They can get their own things. Yeah, to me, it's kind of sus that there's only three locations. So my, I I just feel like there's going to be more in-person special events in different and they're just like sprinkling them throughout the year yeah. in different places. Yeah. I, I just think like if this is a Kanto event, you would think that you would want it in Japan. <laughs> you know, where Kanto is based off of. Oh well. Who knows how long ago this was even planned to begin with too. Right. And maybe maybe they were trying to get like US locations, but no one wanted to confirm anything. Um or get anything down. Who knows? I don't think we're going to... You know, if I was to pick and money was unlimited, I would like to go to Taiwan. The Lantern Festival seems very cool. Hmm. Yeah, I would go to that. Uh, last bit of news here, speaking about international stuff, is uh, the UK now has their own Pokemon Center. Yeah! Wow, congrats! Open your wallets! Basically. So Canada, U.S., and U.K. now. Sorry, Aust- sorry to anyone in Perth. You're still on the waiting. Look, Australia doesn't well, get no. anything. Anyways. If anybody in Perth wants something from the Pokemon <laughs> Center, they can contact me, and I will get make arrangements for them. And then it will get stuck in customs for 18 months. I for have a very ways. long time. I have ways around customs. I think Australia still has like the strictest customs right now. Should we move on? Question of the week. We did not get to it last week. We can get to it now. Yes. Yeah. Ready? What is the question of the week? I would really like to know. Are you referencing the peon to the oligarchy, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Perhaps. Your only value as a worker is when you can conform to provide value to the oligarch? Yes. Okay. Perhaps. Thank this, you. Is a, this is a dumb question. It's, it's the UK Pokemon Center. But if you're in France, you can't, like, order from it, right? That's I was going to say. It's too bad the UK's <sighs> not in the EU anymore. Yeah. Because, no. <laughs> Again, this is complicated politics that we don't have time for yeah. on the show. Don't. 
we knew this show would devolve into political. Uh, I mean, commentary. everything devolves into political everything, but we but, are. Okay, but we if you're in Ireland, above. you could also not order from it. Look, there's Which a lot Ireland? of. I don't yeah. know. I don't know Northern how the world Ireland, works. Northern Ireland, yes, you can. Ireland, regular Ireland, no. <laughs> regular Ireland. Still love that we're on regular Republic Ireland. Republic of Ireland? I don't know. What are they? What's the official name? IRE. That's just. I don't. Look, I don't. Yeah. What's the question? We are. are oh, the, the question. Sure, 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 sure. Sorry. Tone. Is, can you tone order in Ireland? The UK news from our Slack about well, the, the he's Pokemon. He's from regular Ireland. He's from regular That's Ireland. what I'm saying. I don't think they can order. I think regular Ireland can, Northern Ireland can't. I don't know. Look, you're going to have to have a special Ireland Patreon bonus where you get everybody from Ireland on and they can check to see if they can order from UK Pokemon Center. Yes. Okay. It'll be at one in the one in the morning for you, so it's a regular time for them. Yes. And this is different from Irecast, my podcast about <laughs> angry people. I thought Irecast was, was just you screaming. This, no, it's geez. I have call-in segments. Oh, okay. Th- this is from James. They say, what is your favorite Pokemon-themed Christmas gift, and why was it raiding Heatran with Steve? But he- that was your that was your that was your bachelor party. Bachelor that party. wasn't Christmas. I mean, it was close. It was, it was, it was, it was post-Christmas. It was, hey, can we talk about Heatran real quick? Why? No, because you're going to complain about Buck. Yeah, man, that storyline sucks. <laughs> I told you it wasn't great back in the day. It's not great now. Okay, there's there's one part. I'm. Uh, it's been three weeks. We're gonna. I'm gonna talk about one situation post game. It's not even story related. When you get to the town that Buck lives in, I don't remember what it's called. It's like above the. It's like the battle resort. It's like above. When you get to that island, there's four places to fly. Right, the first place where you get there. The second right. place is where the ribbon syndicate person is. Yeah. The third place is. Uh, like north of that, and then the fourth place is where Buck lives, and it, it's like a square. Okay, yes. And when you get to that town, there's like a Pokemon Center, a Pokemart, two houses, three houses. One is Buck's, and then that's it. And then if you go a little to the right, there's like a w- area where you can rock climb. So you rock climb up there, and then you got to rock climb again, and then all that's up here. There's no grass. There's no wild encounters. There's just a house. When you go into that house, there's a hiker, and he goes, he literally says, I'm sorry you came all the way up here for nothing. It's a sad day. And that's it. Yes, it's a very zen moment. Yes. And I'm like, you have just explained, you have just summed up my feelings about the Diamond and Pearl remakes, my man. <laughs> oh, I you, just am you, so you tired got, of you, hearing you of these complaints. But he, okay, so in Platinum, they fixed this guy. In Platinum, he is a move tutor. He gives you, like, mud shot and gunk shot and uh, psychic shot. He gives you, like, the moves. Mm-hmm. He, he is the essence of what the, the, what the game is lacking. Like, you, they faithfully... You have officially re- I'm losing my mind. They have, a like... A card fight <laughs> vanguard player. That's, they, you are they officially have faithfully a vanguardian. <laughs> Picked and choo- chose what they wanted to bring back, and they this chose- is not the question on the table, sir. I know, but they chose to rebuild a useless part of the game. They, they it's like they chose to put one button on the poke edge. They could just put both. Just. To put the put a little cut the button in half, <laughs> up and cut down. The button in half. They didn't. That would have ruined your immersion. Like, the thing about Diamond and Pearl is they're not great games. They, they, they didn't run well. They, they were very sluggish. There was a lot of issues with them. They were the first games on the DS. They were obviously clearly rushed, like most video games are. And the nice thing about, like, a crystal or an emerald or an Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon is they're able to go back and be like, this is what we didn't get to finish. This is what we got. Like, that whole island is really not finished at all in Diamond and Pearl. It's really bad. Like, your post-game in Diamond and Pearl is kind of... is is actually bad. It's not kind of bad. It is bad. And that's fine. I understand. You you had to get the game out. It was the first game on Diamond and Pearl. There's tons of articles on how they struggled 
to move from the Game Boy to the DS. Totally understand. I don't think it's acceptable to be like, let's ignore the progress we made in Platinum to make this post-game good and to like have this island and just ignore that existed to put back in the bad post-game that you knew that was, like, you knew you didn't finish. Like, we all know, like, when I built websites for a living, I knew what was broken on that website. <laughs> I knew what I had to go back to to fix. And I also knew this is a priority. This is not. But I'm, like, I know that it's broken and it needs to be fixed. It's just, it's frustrating. My answer is I don't think I've ever gotten any Pokemon Christmas gift except unless Steve gave me something. And that would probably be the only Pokemon Christmas gift I ever got. I got you a really, uh, I, I got you a crochet book, I think, last year. You got me a book of Japanese knitting stitches. Yes, mm. that is not Pokemon related. I know. I'm just, hey, look, I got, I got you a gift. I also cannot think of anybody who's given me a Pokemon gift off the top of my head. Oh, wait, no, no, I take that back. Last, you also have to remember that I'm the kind of person where, like, if Christmas didn't exist, it wouldn't bother me. I I don't get excited for or enjoy Christmas. So I got the Grookey jersey from Pokemon Center for Christmas. I love that thing. Hmm. I don't know if I have, like, a memorable, like, I got Pokemon Red and Blue for Christmas, and then I got Pokemon. I think every other Pokemon game I got on, like, release day or we're very close to. Um, yeah. So Pokemon Red and Blue I got specifically on Christmas with the Game Boy Pocket. I do remember we... It, it's not favorite. It's just we had, like, Secret Santas, and my brother pulled me. Because when you get that certain age, you don't want to buy all your siblings gifts. You got to put them in the hat. You pull one of your siblings. And he, I think our, our spend limit was, like, 30 or $35 or whatever. Not expensive. And he got me just like a mug from Pokemon Center. And it was like 15 bucks. I Look, I know every price on Pokemon Center. Because <laughs> you look at it a lot. I do. And I opened it, and it was a Pokemon. It was the Pokemon mug. And he just looks at me with this like big smile on his face. And he was like, it's a pretty good gift, isn't it? And I'm like, yeah. I mean, I mean you didn't hit the spend limit. And also, like, it's just a mug with... A Pikachu on it. No, you turned you, to your brother and brother. you said, guess what? It's not the thought that counts. counts. You did not spend enough. Your love is false. You you are full of lies, brother. You could have had a bonding moment with your brother at that and been the bigger person and said, yes, it's great and wonderful. Thank you so much, my beloved brother, for knowing the one thing that I'm into and finding a thing that I would appreciate and be able to use. Thank you, dear sweet brother. I appreciate you and the joy you bring to my life. Instead, what did you do, Steve? Mm, I don't. I, I don't think I did anything rude. I was just like, oh, cool, oh I guarantee you did. I maybe, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> Who can even recall? I mean, uh, I can clearly I remember s- he didn't hit the speed, the spend limit. My. So the best thing that I ever purchased for myself was back in 99, Target had all these Pokemon-specific Target-only ornaments. They're big, Mm. chunky things, and I'm, to this day, happy that I purchased those. They're on my tree every year. Nobody else I know has them. Love them. Love them, love them, love them. I I got the original form Pikachu, which is now... Gigantamax Pikachu on my tree. I got the Gengar. I got the Squirtle. I got the Charmander. I got the Psyduck. What's weird is they did Squirtle and Charmander. They absolutely did not do Bulbasaur. The choices they made for that ornament series, Pikachu, given. Charmander, given. Squirtle, given. Psyduck and Gengar. Psyduck is very popular from the anime. Yeah. So. Gengar also popular. Like, no Charizard, though. No Charizard, no Bulbasaur, not all the starters. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Bulbasaur I didn't get his moment until very, 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 very afterwards. late. Very late. Yes. Uh, this is from YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, feel free to like, comment, all that stuff. Uh, this is uh, from Zach. Which Pokemon had the best glow up from the other original sprites? 
Oh, probably that looked the same to me. Probably Mew. Mew's original sprite was mm. so bad. So are we talking about like going from pixel sprites to 3D models? That's what yeah. I've interpreted. Okay, the question, okay, yeah. okay, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, Mew is Mew. Mew's originals are not. Mm, um, Braverary looks better 3D than in sprite form. I mean, any of the birds. I would say Electros yeah. looked better in sprite than in 3D. I don't know why mm, Electros's yeah. sprite just stands out to me in black and white as like so good. Um, I want to say, I think, I think Suicune looks better. Mm, 3D. That's a good one. You know, I was gonna say Articuno. I think any of the quadrupeds. I see Articuno still has some very good things they do with the wings and stuff, so the sprites are really good, but I feel like the complicated design for Suicune with the ribbons on the side, like the ribbons Mm -hmm. get really lost in the old sprites. Like Sylveon, yeah. And the three D versions, you can really pick them out better. They really sort of stand, they have their own movement. They they could make them fit with the theme of the body more because they didn't really have to change the white because they could move. I think for me it's going to be Suicune. Suicune got a real good glow up from from sprite form. Yeah, Suicune is a good one. I just remember like the red and blue Articuno being very very like plump and like kind of sitting down with its tail in the front. Maybe I'm misremembering that. Well, I'm, you can look at them on Bulba Garden. Let me go there. I like to imagine things. I well, you imagine them wrong, yeah, most of the time. So let's go look. In the glow up, Articuno got feet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, feet are hard to do. That, that helps. That helps. <laughs> um, I, I do think it looks better. Be- again, because they have more movement in the tail, and in the Gen One sprite, literally the tail is covering the feet, and it looks like it's sitting on its tail. Here's a weird um, one: Hoot Hoot. I think he just looks better, like as a brown boy. Like you get the mm. the roundness in the yeah. 3D model. Honestly, any of the first generation ones, any of the Kanto ones, because those I don't were I don't agree about Hoot Hoot. Kind of Hoot Hoot looks pretty round and cute in the old sprites. I I I I reject that one. Into the bin with that one. Teddy Ursa as well. Teddy Ursa looks good in 3D. Yeah. Teddy oh, Ursa does look good in 3D. Teddy Ursa's cutie. If which one does Which one do which of the Eevees do I not like their sprite? Is it Jolteon that I didn't like well, the original yeah, sprite? Yeah, Oclaron had a bad one too. I would say the first 3 evolutions were not great in Gen 1 or 2. Yeah, I really do think it's Jolteon the one that I really just don't like. Let me get down there. Oh, God, these old ones have such long... Yeah, the yellow one is awful. <laughs> the yellow sprite is just not good. It's just bad. Well, Pokemon of the Week. Okay. Uh, I may have erred in the way that I wrote uh, last week's Pokemon of the Week, but some people got it right, so I don't feel too badly. Um, I probably left out a sentence or two that I should have put in there but i made a basically uh proposed at the beginning of the clue that all pokemon were normal type until people started to classify them with other types and then i asked the question which is the first in pokedex order pokemon to have its type changed through the addition of a newly discovered type and not through the addition of a regional variant the answer is it's no. No. <laughs> it's Clefairy. Clefairy. Oh, that was close. It was just remembering who came in the Pokedex two first. Clefairy. Different Pokemons. Although, sort of like, I was thinking about that. I'm like, Magnemite actually. Five. Yeah. And Maybe Jigglypuff is like 40 something. 39. It was just a matter of which one came first. Yeah, a yes, fairy came is first. That's the whole point of the clue. <laughs> but but I so my first guess was Magnemite because they were the first to get the additional steel type added. Yes. In Johto before they did fairy type. Yes. Which I know I think it confused a bunch of people thinking but then if you thought about like okay, but 
post all of the changes, Clefairy comes first, which is how I got to that answer. Which is the first in Pokedex order. Right. And if I had not said not through the addition of a regional variant, then it's Rotata because that dark type. Um, FYI, the Gen 1 Flareon sprite is so bad. (laughs) I think Mew is still the worst, though. Probably. I Clefairy is one of my favorites, and I'm mad that it didn't become the mascot to this day. All right. I love Clefairy. This week's Pokemon, I did not have a lot of time to prepare, so it's but do jank. we have is... no? Do we have any trivia about Clefairy? Oh, is there none? That episode where they were trying to fly to the moon was real good. Clefairy, yeah, exactly. Clefairy. Uh, Sprite Icon is so good. The Shuffle Icon is adorable. Hey, do you guys know the polka doll is based off the Clefairy? Yeah, I did know that. <laughs> did you know that uh, Gengar is Clefable's shadow? Oh my gosh. I did Stop. know that. Did you know that it evolves using a moonstone, an item that doesn't exist in Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl? Oh, it does. You just got to spend about 17 I... years in a cave. Tunnel, it's dead to me. Cave. Uh, Clefairy is a combination of clef, as in Stop. the musical key, and fairy. <laughs> as you know, it's 75% female, 25% male. <laughs> yes. Okay. I think we've And then I name trivia. all my male Clefairy Bruce. All right. Here we go. This week's jank as all heck Pokemon of the Week clue. In December 2020, the last evolution of this line was featured. In December 2021, the first in the line was featured. What is the middle evolution whose alternate form is not available in Sinnoh, but is available in Kanto for this Pokemon line? Chatot. <laughs> yes, alter- alternate form, Chatot. Finally. All right, well, thank you for listening to this week's episode. Uh, sorry it was a little bit shorter, but hopefully you had a good time. Uh, this is the episode that will come out before Christmas. We will still have an episode after Christmas on the 27th. Um, so yeah, uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you want to follow Greg on Twitter, does that white wing? You want to follow Will on Twitter at Washing the Sink. Myself on Twitter at Dragging Lake. I did extend the Patreon special offer. So if you do sign up for Patreon this month, patreon.com slash pkmncast. Uh, at the five dollar level, you do you will get the winter break music album with the eight songs that have recently appeared in episodes, and you can listen to them on repeat forever. Uh, that will probably go probably just extend that till closer to the end of the month, so you'll have time if you want to sign up. Uh, and then whenever Nick gets that album done, I think he said he's almost done. We were just working on album art last I talked to him, so and that will be all magically produced and sound well and whatnot. So thank you to anyone who did sign up for Patreon this month. Uh, if you want to sign up or look at the Patreon and see what we have to offer, ise.cash or patreon.com slash pkmncast. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you. Uh, feel free to leave a comment or like. I don't know. You made it to the end, so super, super appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, the watch time helps a lot. Uh, if you're listening to the audio version of the podcast, thank you, of course. Uh, if you want to follow on YouTube or any of TikTok, Instagram, Whatever other websites I can't think of, it's probably PKMNCAST for all of that. Twitter, that's one, two. Uh, otherwise, we'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. Super Solstice. Merry Solstices. Bye. This podcast is supported by Patreon. If you would like to support It's Super Effective, you can head over to patreon.com slash pkmncast 
a huge shout out to our Patreon producers, starting with Stephen, Sean, Matthew, Bovine, Kay, Jessica, Jacob, Brian, Evan, Ryan, Patrick, Nate, Catherine, Casey, Josh, Gray, Dylan, Carlos, Alvaro, and a shout out to our executive producers of Steph, Spencer, Courtney, and Brady. Thank you so much for your support. It is greatly appreciated. And we couldn't do the show without you guys. Thank you again, and we will see you next week.